podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the start of Season 4 of the Crampled Bet Podcast. Episode 1, Saturday, August 14th, 2021. I am one of your hosts, Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. Hello. And our producer, Mr. Gary Black. Hello. How is everyone? Hi, Gary. Yeah, good. How are you? I'm good. Damn good. It's been a while since we've heard your voice on the on the actual show, as opposed to just doing all the good editing work behind the scenes. Well, you know, as I've, as I said before, I, I, I'm not the greatest uh, football better, but I've been adding the sums, uh, subtracting the one, and I think I've got a couple of good picks this week. That's good. That's, that's, that's what we're looking for. And the notable omission of John this week, because he's just, well, yeah, yeah, sorry. The, the notable omission of no one, because he doesn't even show up. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Looking, for, looking forward to this season. I say this season. Um, technically, on as you said, Gary, on Apple Podcasts, this will be down as season four. It's our third yeah. full season. Um, because we go by the English Premier League, which is strange because I never have picks in the English Premier League. But it was nice to have a bit of a break over summer where if you were a Patreon, you would have done a lot of money with us on Italy and their journey to winning mm. Euro 2020. It's uh, funny because up fabulous. until that podcast you had done, uh, I hadn't even considered Italy as a, a possibility. I didn't, and there didn't seem to be much chat up until about a week before the tournament. About Italy. It, yes, when someone looked on Flash, when both of us looked on Flash, we were like, here, Italy, have they lost a game in like 40 matches? Maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe that's a good sign, Grant, in an international tournament. <laughs> and they haven't then, conceded a goal in ages. It yeah. was just, oh, it was perfect uh, for them. That and the and golf as well. I mean, we we had some great picks in the golf throughout the summer too. Like we'd won, we, we, I think it was the, I believe it was the US, was it the British Open? We had three of the top 10. Um, yep. And, and Louis like, season. Yeah, to lead the first round at forty to one as well. So yeah, it's been a really good summer, um, albeit light on football betting. Uh, the other I, sports. I don't have... know if there's much uh, much betting in it, but did you en- do you enjoy the Olympics? Yeah. I saw almost none of the Olympics oh, actually. Really? Uh, yeah, it's not really very Kenny Powers about it. I prefer <laughs> real sports, not trying to be the best at exercising. <laughs> Which is why you're attending baseball training tonight, yeah? <laughs> baseball, that's where, that's where it is. Um, uh, yeah. There was baseball in the Olympics, though, uh, and I, I did catch a couple of those games. I saw some of the golf. It was just the time difference and the way that it was uh, televised in the UK. It was impossible to know when you might see highlights of specific things. Yeah, it's like you just turn it on. You're like, well, it's uh, the pommel horse. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> it's like at 8 a.m. And then you go back around and you're just like, the 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 kind of highlight shows would only show the the medals. So there's like yeah, yeah. I guess another you know four hundred athletes that remained unfeatured unless you had uh, Eurosport or Discovery was it for the, the Discovery, Discovery Plus? But they didn't. It was on live, so the golf started at eleven thirty every night. It was finished at eight a.m. Yeah, it's a sort of prime sleeping hours for us in the UK. Yeah, didn't I quite really do enjoyed it. the uh, like the the newer sports like the. Speed rock climbing and like BMX. Oh, I've heard about the speed climbing. Yeah, yeah. It's it meant skate- to be brilliant. 
skateboarding was incredible. Like, but the difference between the park skateboarding and the uh, the kind of bowl skateboard—I don't actually yeah. know what that that's called—is brilliant because the parks like you do one trick and then someone tries to like outdo you on that trick, and then the bowl one they're just like fuck it, go have fun in the bowl. When you fall off, your runs over, <laughs> like, which is much more uh, a better sport to spectacle to watch anyway. So how, how is it judged? Is it is it is it decided on by judges just yeah. subjectively scoring? It's a, way, like it's a figure skating, figure skating, or anything, or bot, or kind of the you know boxing kind of thing where you're it's out okay. of ten and you get X yeah. amount of uh, thingies. But yeah, I seen the and, uh, the British girl that won bronze. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was they were saying like, how did you get into skate? So like, I think her dad's English and her mom's Japanese, and she lives in California. And and she was like, oh, I learned to skate because I just hang out at Tony Hawk's house. <laughs> and you're like. Uh, So obviously there are no picks to review from last week, so straight into picks for this week. Uh, If you're a new listener to the show... We have a pretty strict format that we adhere to. You'll get a banker pick from us, which is something we think is pretty much guaranteed, uh, as close as a lock as you're going to get. And as a result, the odds are pretty small. Um, but you can combine them with the other bankers and usually the treble will be reasonably tasty. A value pick, which is usually somewhere around the even money mark, something that we think uh, represents good value, a uh, good bang for your buck this weekend. And then an outsider pick. So one of the teams that perhaps isn't fancied at the bookies and therefore you'll get a big price on. And then finally, we each pick one selection to be included in a charity treble. Um, So we place the bet straight up, stick a tenner on it, um, and all proceeds go to a charity of our choice. So let's kick us off with a banker. And um, I, as always... Uh, like to go to the Japanese leagues. Um, obviously, the English Premier League is starting this weekend. I don't like getting right in about coupons on day one of the season. I think there's, there's a lot of variance. I like to let it um, see what's happening for the first couple of weeks. So in Japan, summer that I know well, Sunday at 10 a.m., the Yokohama F Marinos against Oita. I'll be taking a home win for the F Marinos at 3 to 10, um, mainly because Oita have been dreadful. Their second bottom of the J League, so 19th, 20-team league. They've only accumulated 16 points from 23 matches. But what's even more important is only three of those points have actually come away from home, so they travel really, really badly. The Yokohama F Marinos are second in the table, 53 points from 23 games. They've been in excellent form too, with 13 points from their last five games, while Uita have only managed three points from the last five games. Everything points to a home win here, and I see quite a comfortable home win at odds of three to ten. It's a pretty good start off, um, but I'll move past that shite bag nonsense, and uh, I'll go straight into the first game of a season. <laughs> and this is uh, Borussia Dortmund versus Frankfurt. So it's first first week of the Bundesliga. There's actually a brilliant game on um, the night before, uh, I think Bayern kick off the, the league again, I think it's against uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach or something. Like it's a really, really thingy, but Dortmund uh, play Frankfurt in their first game of the season. Dortmund have won the last six first games of the season that they've played against and they haven't, against Frankfurt, they've scored the most amount of goals of any team they play. So it's a, a perfect fixture. They've also got a new manager um, in uh, Marco Rosa taking over the 
the the reins at, at Borussia Dortmund, and yeah, I'm I'm happy to take them to win this game. Haaland, I'm tipping obviously for a, a massive season again, and yeah, I, I don't think there's much to look at here other than. Dortmund are better than Frankfurt and you expect them to start the season strongly. Um, and you're going to get them at the, well, other modest odds of four to nine you can get them at. So a pretty decent price and a good way to start off the season with hopefully a banker win. And for my banker, uh, for this week's picks, I am stopping off in Portugal. Uh, I am picking Benfica, who are at home to Aruca at the decidedly non-spicy odds of one to six. That's fine. That's fine as long as it comes in. <laughs> Do you, I mean, Aruka were promoted last season, I believe, as well from the, uh, from, well, the Taka, was it Taka de Portugal? Was that the cup, the, the second division there? But yeah, Benfica should be all over the top of them. And at one to six, very rightly so. Mm. So, on to the value picks then. Um, and for my value pick, you're going to see a theme this week for me. <laughs> Back in Japan, all my games are in Japan because uh, we're 23 games into the I'm season. Shocked. And I've, yeah, 23 really. games into the season. I've been watching it all summer. Uh, so I, I like to think I know I've got a better handle on what's going on there than in other leagues. Sunday, 10.30, uh, Kashima versus the Tokushima Vortis. And a home win for the Antlers is 4-6. to six. They've been having a really good season. They're fifth in the league, 38 points from 23 games. Vortis, on the other hand, are sitting one place above the relegation zone with 23 points from their 23 matches. Form-wise, Antlers again in much better form, 10 points from the last five, while Vortis only have four points. Kashima also won this fixture earlier in the season when they were the away team. So they went to Tokushima Vortis and won 1-0. So I think they'll have more than enough to win the game this time at home. Fine again. Yeah, that seems like a good pick. I'd be interested. This might be a good point uh, to talk about. Obviously, as a Japanese football expert, um, there was a a lot of links to Japanese football over the summer for Scottish football. There was. uh, Where Hashi for Celtic. Yeah, the 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 manager was poured scorn over, uh, and then the player that they signed from the Japanese league turned up, and now he's a new god. He's been very, very good. So people were asking me about how he might take to the game in Scotland and having watched him for the for the F Marinos, um, he was tremendous. The thing is, could he deal with the physical aspect of the Scottish game? Because he's quite, he's quite slight um, as an individual, but he's got a tremendous touch and he's shown it already. Like He's got a hat-trick at the weekend, scored in his debut. I think he'll be a, a very good signing for Celtic in the long run. And I think Ange Postacoglu will be a, a good manager for Celtic if he's given time. And is it out I mean, more? If if you were to say like who are the best players in the J League, was this guy one of them? Yeah. Or, oh yeah. Is he Absolutely. like the standout best player. Oh, he's the, he, well, he was he was one of them. Um, he basically scored all of Yokohama's goals. Like all of them. Like half of them would be attributed to him. Uh, I think when someone asked, when there was first speculation, I can't remember the exact number, so apologies if I get it wrong. But they asked me, oh, like, how many goals does this guy score? I was like, he scored over two thirds of this team's goals in the last 10 games. <laughs> like, yeah, he was, he was, he was very good. Um, and in the forums, obviously continuing now that he's arrived at, at Parkhead. Yeah, well, hopefully, I mean, I, I hope he does well at, at Parkhead as well, mainly for the podcast. Because I mean, I just I'm, I can't believe you weren't quoted in any paper 
or anything about like about him. No, I like, to, like, to, sh- like to keep keep out keep out the papers, man. This is this is audio only, podcast oh. only. Podcast yeah, you got, got to pay, you got to pay for the the video. That's it. <laughs> um, speaking of scoring two thirds of a team's goals, that provided with a really good segue to my value pick in here, and I'm going to go to the well. Somewhere that you, I have previously ventured into and been burnt massively. So I'm well, going to yeah, so start the new season by going back there. Uh, this is obviously elite Siren in Norway, and this is Molde versus Viking. So Molde are away at Viking. Molde play tonight uh, against Trabzonza Sport, but they're playing at home, so it's not a you know it's not a great trip for them. They drew three each over in um, well at Trabzonza Sport, and now they're back tonight. Uh, there's no away goals in the tournament, so it doesn't matter that they scored three away. Just they're going to have to go and play just now. But they play Viking, and this is on the Sunday. Um, Molde are top of the league in Norway comfortably. 33 points, 15 games in. Uh, Viking have got 21 points, 14 games in. So Viking are sitting eighth in the in the in the league, and there's not much separating about third down to well, even second down to eighth. 25 points is in second, 21 points is in eighth. So it's Molde then the rest of the league playing it. Now Molde have a striker who's playing with them this season. He got four goals in their last games. His name's Omoy Juanfo. Um, he is. Eight, he scored 18 goals in 15 games this season so he's just on fire he's like Pats and Dakar wow. last season do you remember when he was just like yeah if, if, if Aust- was it Austria Werner or RB Salzburg score he's scoring their goal for them yeah, um, yeah so he, he got four in the previous game uh, he just looks a talent in there 27 year old guy he's just his third season in Molde and really mature in there and um, I'm going to take Molde as an away win. This is the only time you'll get Molde at a good price in, in this league, having looked back through there because they're playing midweek and they're playing against a team who are also playing okay. Molde are streets ahead of the rest of the league, looking at the league. So I'm happy to take Molde here at 11 at 10. Um, and, you know, hopefully they go out and win comfortably tonight and then they go out and comfortably win on Sunday. But that's the only reason you're getting them at 11 at 10. If they weren't playing Europe midweek, they'd be like four or six in this team. Hopefully your fortunes turn in Norway. That's a, that sounds like a good pick to me. Yeah, hopefully so. Gary, hit me with a value pick. What you yeah, got? For my, my value, I am in Germany. And I believe that had the Japanese season not been on, I think this is one that Andy might have looked at. Good, it, good. Drew my eye towards it. Uh, so I'm taking uh, Hoffenheim away at Augsburg, uh, which is 11 to 10. Uh, and... Really, I, when look, I, that, that's as much depth as I put into my picks. I thought this looks like the kind of game Andy, Andy would, would pick. pick. That's good. I <laughs> like, like that you like I like that you did that and didn't go to like the Liga Nacional and start looking at draws. Like that was your. Um, that's not a bad was, idiot. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, I, I was waiting for him to go to Australia and like goals in the second half market to do a to yeah. do a John Walker. But, uh, yeah, uh, my value pick is one to one to three. Um, <laughs> it's over 0.5 goals. No, I mean I had a look at this. I actually, had a look at this game, Gary, um, as well. Both teams, their <laughs> both teams, their preseasons have been okay. Like um, Augsburg, they they won a couple of their games. They were playing against um, Caligari. Uh, Hamburg, Bremen, and back to then, and Hoffenheim for some of theirs. They played against Victoria, Cologne, Bordeaux, too, and Heidenheim. So you know, it's there, there's nothing you can take from their preseasons. However, Hoffenheim have won four of the last five away games against Augsburg. So yeah. a little something to go on there. Uh, but 
it's, it's a yeah. fixture that Hoffenheim do quite well in. Yeah. Um, so, aye, pretty decent. I, I'm happy to, happy to see that. It's nice to have someone on the podcast that's not picking like, you know, four to six shots in the value value slot. Um, it's just more pleasant for the odds. Andy, outsiders. What we want is, what we want is winners, Gordon. Winners. winners come. Winners come. We've got winners in the bag. <laughs> uh, my outsider, Saturday at 11 a.m., so an, an early start before the traditional 3 p.m. kickoffs. But that's because it's in Japan in the J1 League. Hiroshima versus Vissel Kobe. And I'm going to take a big price on an away win here for, for Kobe at 2-1 to one on 365 right now. It just seems like a misprice to me. Kobe are higher in the league. They're fourth place with 41 points compared to Hiroshima, who are 10th place with 10 points less, 31 points. Form-wise, Kobe 10 points in the last five. Hiroshima have six. Kobe also won this fixture when they played it at Kobe's home ground earlier in the season. They won 3-0. So they've got the recent head-to-head as well. Considering all those things, I think 2-1 is huge. And while Kobe haven't won in away at Hiroshima in the last five attempts, it's not like Hiroshima have a particularly good home record to justify these odds. They've only taken 13 points from 11 home games. Like That's the 12th best home record in the league. Yeah, that's so not like, they, they actually do better away than they do at home. Yeah. Um, while Kobe have taken 22 points from 12 away games. That's the third best away record in the league. So everything really, apart from recent matchups at Hiroshima, everything else points towards Kobe shouldn't be 2-1 here. So that's that's why they're that's why they're my outsider, and I think that's a big price. Yeah, happy, again, happy with that. Happy to defer anything in Japan to you when it comes to just things that are going on there, which is weird because that's why I expected you have to have watched the Olympics more, considering like yeah. it was in the um, it was in the same time slot. But um, <laughs> but no, but yeah. So anyway, I am gonna. Take us to the Liga Nationale for my pick, unsurprisingly. Uh, this is round two. This is Friday night. Um, so uh, we're recording it on Thursday evening. It'll be tomorrow night for this. This is Set versus, well, Choli versus Set, right? And it's not pronounced Choli, it's Choli, but it's Choli versus Set. Um, I fancy Set here. Uh, that's an away win at 17 to 10. Now, the odds are 17 to 10, 95, 17 to 10. So the bookies do not care about this fixture. It's basically what that says to me. They've went, what's the standard pricing format for two teams we think are relatively equal? And, mm. and that's it here. Now, if you looked at their their preseason form, let me go through the teams that each team decided to play during the preseason, right? So let's start with Choli. Their preseason games were against Les Herbier, Chateaubriand, Green Gamp 2. And Angers too. They didn't play a fucking professional team and at, at any point during the thing. Chateaubriand is just a, 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 a lovely a state. <laughs> right. Set played Marseille, Toulouse and Montpellier, right? Proper and they, games. They beat Montpellier 4-2. They also Obviously started... Pre-season friendly. But, pre-season yeah. friendly, right? But you, look at the aspirations of each team, right? They've taken very different tacts there. Now, Surely lost to Chateaubriand, <laughs> just to mention that. So in the in the preseason, they've not done very well. Um, Set started off the season by beating Bastia Borgo 2-0. Surely lost 2-0 to Chateauroux. So that was the first games of their season. I'm taking Set here because they've won their first game of the season. You know, they, they played some difficult opposition during the preseason. And, you know, carrying that form forward, I think they're probably playing a more aggressive game of football. Now, 
You're going to get them at 17 to 10 in this slot, and that's my outsider pick. My charity pick actually has larger odds, but I fancy it, really fancy it for this week. So I will I will uh, wait until that comes around. Now, I believe Gary has a pick at massive odds. I uh, have made a stupid decision. Okay. Okay. Uh, I've stayed at home. I've stayed very at home. Uh, and I always say, don't don't ever bet on the team you support. But, oh, here we go then. But I'm taking Dumbarton away. Right. Unsurprising. Yep. Uh, I think the pre- at, at, at 11 to 2, I don't really understand why it's so high. Uh, I think uh, Dumbarton lost to Rangers B embarrassingly uh, last night in the, the cup. Uh, so I expect them to come out to prove a point. I think Stevie Farrell's come in and replaced Jim Duffy and, and assembled a very good team. Uh, I think Queen's Park are good, but I don't think they're, they're that much better than Dumbarton. Uh, so I think, all things considered, uh, I won't be betting on it, but I would encourage uh, I would encourage it. As a, as I would encourage family. others to, though. <laughs> hey, 11 to 2 sounds, that's a big enough price for me to be interested in a small flutter. Um, especially yeah, I'm, if you I'm, think team... I'm not not betting on it because I don't believe in it. I'm not betting on it because I have a history of betting on them and them doing the and then awfully. Yeah. Have you considered a large wager on Queens Park as a some kind of deferral method? Maybe the maybe the one X. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm, the Martin. I mean, you get a decent result against Clyde a couple of weeks ago, I believe, and then Clyde got absolutely pumped last night by. Some some guys that showed up like it wasn't even a team. It was it was just no Broomhill uh, beat Clyde in the cup last night. Um, so Gary, what are the what are the realistic aspirations for Dumbarton this season? I think in League One, um, League in, <laughs> League in, <laughs> the Cinch League in. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think we need to steady the ship. I think last season. You know, we were in the relegation playoffs and we just scraped back out it by the skin of our teeth. Um, so I think it's have a bit, you know, I think with COVID and everything that happened, you know, Jim Duffy sort of scrambled together a too small a team at too late notice last year. Uh, and I think we paid the price for it. Uh there's a new board, but the new owners have mysteriously not even released a statement to say what their ambitions are, but they've already formed a housing association. <laughs> so, uh, Explore League football's great, and uh, just, the, the just folks of, doing uh, mental shit. That's, that's... The life of the Barton's never easy, but I, I don't think... I mean, I'm sure they're saying, let's try and reach a playoff place and see what happens, but I think realistically, not to be involved in a in a relegation battle would be great. So somewhere yeah. in that sort of maybe between fourth and seventh. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I'd I'd certainly be happy with that. Uh, I think just a, a season to sort of balance things back out. Uh, I think long term, I think I top of the league one with with the ferries into the championship with this the attendance we have and the facilities we have. I think that's a fair enough place to be um, but as other teams have seen and as nearly happened to us you, you know if you slip out that bottom it can be not so easy you're to get gone yeah. I was one of the people who when we get relegated out the championship was like fuck well you know we're down a league that should mean we'll just be winning all the time and maybe it'll be better so 
Yeah, That's you have a you have a uh, small window to come straight back up, or else you can get sort of lost mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah. Okay. Well, good good luck to Dumbarton um, away at Queens Park. I'll take I'll take a nibble and uh, I bet on all the picks. So, oh yeah, it'll be on the mega for me. I'll be following it closely. Um, so that's our regular picks. Let's go on to the charity picks. So as I say, £10 of our own money every week on a treble with one pick from each of us. And I shall start it off. Uh, I think I'll be starting it off uh, in terms of chronological order because my game is Saturday at 11am. Kashiba versus Kawasaki in the Japanese J-League. And I'm taking top of the table, Kawasaki Frontail. They lead the league by eight points, uh, 61 points from the 23 matches played. Kashiwa, only two points above the relegation zone on 23 points. So two vastly different teams in terms of both ability and how their season's panning out. Kawasaki have won this fixture the last five times the club have met by a combined scoreline of 12 to 4. Uh, you'll get them uh, odds, of, odds of 6 to 11. So just, just better than 1 to 2. It's a, it's a relatively safe pick, but for the first charity, charity bet back, I want to get something in. I want to get a W. Nice tick in the wind column. So Kawasaki Frontail away at Kashiwa Rizal. Anytime you anytime you pick the frontail, I'm I'm happy to, to happy to be behind that. I take a vastly different track to this week's uh, this this charity pick. Uh, but what I think genuinely is the best pick that I can find this week uh in Queen Gamp versus Amiens. Uh, so this is teams in the France, the French League 2, which actually started three weeks earlier than the Ligue Nationale. I think it was because of COVID stuff and it was just easier for larger stadiums and that to get it going. So uh, Green Gamp versus Amiens, two teams that haven't started particularly well. Specifically, Amiens have played three games and lost them all uh, with zero points. Uh, Green Gamp have played three games and have three points, uh, winning one, losing one, uh, losing two uh, but they've only scored one goal, so it's not yeah. it's not a fantastic way to start their season. Um, Wingamp, yeah. If you look at their if you look at their overall thing, uh, the reason I'm picking this as a draw is there's so so many draws in their, the history between these two teams. And uh, sorry, I'm slightly mistaken. Their Green Gap have drawn their first three games of the season. That's why I picked that there. I was on the wrong screen. Uh, Green Gap have drawn 0-0, one each, and 0-0 to start off the season. That was against Grenoble, Valenciennes, and La Havre. Uh, Amiens have lost their first three games of the season. 3-1, 3-1, 2-1. So they like to they score. score. They could score. This game's one each, man. <laughs> All over it, right? And I'm not taking a correct score in the charity because I'm not stupid. But... The last, so the last last four meetings of these teams have been two two, a sneaky two one win for Amiens when they scored ninety plus four, a one each draw where both teams scored in the ninetieth minute, and another one each draw before them. So that was the last four meetings of these teams, right? To me, this game just looks like such a draw, and uh, I'm happy to, happy to take that in there. If you look at the preseason fixtures, Amiens drew three of them and lost two. <laughs> That's really? how their preseason went. You can get these teams at the well. You can get the, the the draw here at twelve to five, and I just think this is probably the best pick I could bring to the table. I'm clearly France positive 
for 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 this podcast and uh, would love to see a 12 to 5 shot come in to start off the the charity bet uh, this is on saturday uh at, this is the late game in the the league two you've got a two o'clock window and then you've got a, a six o'clock window it's a six o'clock saturday at the doesn't even say the stadium on flash score that's oh sorry that's the stand du rodero uh, in green Gap. Just, just in case anyone wants to go to it. just in case anyone's fancy that i mean looking at amion if anyone wants a game they need about two center backs and a striker <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, mate, you've, you've, you know, I was hesitant when I heard you're taking a big, uh, a big odds charity shout, but you've sold it well. It, it sounds like an excellent pick. Um, big, big fan of that. After hearing your synopsis of, <laughs> of the run up to the game, so a draw is the shout. Daddy, what I, you uh, got in the charity? Obviously, uh, you know, my first time doing proper picks, I was very nervous, but. The charity bet was probably the one I was least nervous about because I, I can always depend on Gordo to fuck it up. Yes, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> right. That's the, so, so it's all going to be different in season four. Yeah. <laughs> like, this, is the, this is the turning point. Season four will be our best season, like Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> or it'll be like Lost. There'll be a writer strike in the middle. Yeah. What happens? Well, they're just in the jungle kicking about for about eight weeks and then we'll see what happens. <laughs> Gordo got a tattoo in Japan, but we'll not really. Yeah, we'll not, we'll not explain why. Um, so who did you uh, go so then, Gary? I'm I'm sneaking right in the middle Saturday, four o'clock. Ooh. I'm in the Austrian Bundesliga, and I'm taking Salzburg to beat Admira Wacker. Uh, partly because it's one to eight, and I just want to get it. Oh, eight. It's just like oh, John's here. Oh, Jesus. I just want to put it to bed, get it in there, and put the pressure on Gordo. Brilliant. So I mean, the, the pressure was on. One, the it, sorry, they're one, they're one to six at three six five now. So don't do yourself so so thingy. They've they've, they've drifted. Um, I mean, there's some good. There's good. They've they've got some decent players in Salzburg. Like they 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 get quite a lot of the the Red Bull feeder guys before they end up at uh, at before they end up in, in the actual Bundesliga. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, real, so, the real Red Bull. Yeah, the real, the real world. But we've still got. I don't know if Barisha's still getting a game, but he he was pretty decent. Um, but yeah, I, I'm happy to take that, considering that uh, Red Bull Salzburg beat Barcelona in their uh, in their preseason. So I'm um, and Atletico Madrid, I believe. Barcelona are yesterday's team. Yeah, that's it. We're all we're all on the PSG train. What do we think about the PSG thing? Then are we scary? Yeah, what they're, a they're... lineup they have. That is that's like someone's playing on Champman as six teams. Yeah, to cheat and just feed all the players into one club and make them extra good. Like, I mean, that's how pretty much how Red Bull just works. Is that not how they work? <laughs> They're just like <laughs> we just have a whole bunch of feeder clubs. Well, um, maybe this will be the year that UEFA enforce financial fair play. Yeah, I don't even really understand financial fair play because Man City was talking about it for them. Did Chelsea not have like who who decides the guy Is that's it, getting bribed? <laughs> so he gets his bribe and then that's it and then you just don't worry about it you'll notice that all these clubs are owned and sponsored by uh, Russian and Saudi and Emirates companies yeah. Yeah. so it's like well the owners can't put in so much money but they can sign a bumper sponsorship deal for like a billion dollars or whatever yeah and just that's how they get the money in. And then, oh, I actually came from our sponsors, not just like one guy, but the one guy owns the thing or at least owns it in like nine different shell corporations. But I mean, that that front, I, genuinely, I'm quite excited to see uh, Mbappe and 
well, Mbappe and Messi playing together. Like I think that'll be brilliant for for their for for Mbappe's development certainly. Is um, it going to be the case though that they've just got so many world class players that are good at different things that they don't gel together? I think there'll be a lot of personalities, but like at the same time, I mean, you've got Ramos as well. I see that Ramos, oh. Wijnaldum, Messi, Neymar, scary. Mbappe. Scary good. Because I've seen someone like, what's what stops? What someone uh, tell me what stops this team winning the Champions League? And top comment was just financial fair play, <laughs> surely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, they're they've got a tough first game of the season. They they play against Strasbourg, I believe, who've been fucking great last year. Like they were pretty decent, and like that's a that's a tough start for them. But I say that, and they probably go out now win like nine <laughs> 0 Um, so yeah. I'll- I'll just recap our charity pick then. So a tenner of our own money on the treble and it's wins for Salzburg and Kawasaki Frontale and a draw between Guingamp and Amiens. And that'll get that'll get season four, the 21-22 season, off to a flying start as far as our charity money is concerned. Certainly. Uh, I produce a cheat sheet every week of all these picks that we've mentioned on the podcast written down and that is available on our Patreon channel. It is £5.50 a month to join our Patreon. It helps us out with the fees associated with producing this podcast and all the work that goes into it and we really appreciate everyone that's joined the Trampled Bet Club. And for that £5.50 a month, as I say, you get the cheat sheet so access to all the picks written down. You get the podcast early so you get access to this podcast as soon as we record it in um, basically a video file so yeah. you can watch the Zoom call unedited <laughs> as, as soon as we've done it. So that'll be out now on Thursday for people before the release of the regular podcast. You also get access to a Discord channel um, where you can chat to us directly about various different picks or thoughts on the weekend's betting if you've got any questions. Um, And you get special edition podcasts, so the likes of the golf, the Euro 2020, um, darts events, UFC, 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 Gordon and um, Blair, uh, I guess we get on for the UFC, uh, an expert in that. Uh, So there's loads of good stuff, £5.50 a month. Go to patreon.com forward slash trampled bet to sign up or download the Patreon app. The app is absolutely brilliant on on the phone um, and you can just pull up everything from there. Uh, Search for trampled bet. As well, you know, you guys do all the Patreon stuff without me and sometimes I'm amazed at how much stuff is on there. I think... If, if you're Swithering, uh, you know, if you sign up for 550 for one month, it's super easy to, to cancel it off. If you want to just give it a try, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty confident if you do try it, you'll get your money. There's more than your money's worth in there. Uh, but I do, do, it's not like this kind of thing where if you sign up, you need to... It's a It's not like Premier Sports where you can never <laughs> cancel it. <laughs> it's dead easy to cancel at any time. So, you know, if you're, if you're thinking about it, you can give it a try, test it out, and see. See, but I'm pretty sure you'll you'll stay in once you do. Brilliant. Anything else, G Man, for the the first week back? Uh, yeah, actually, there was one other pick that that that. I mean, I'll let you guess what country it was in. It doesn't take a genius to work out uh, where I'll be heading for another surprise bonus pick in there. Um, this was obviously France for me. Um, and I, we we obviously talked about those. Mo- Actually, uh, so one of the things to mention in the Facebook group uh, a couple of weeks ago, I posted about Dijon and their trials and tribulations of being really shit at football. Mm. Uh, they've continued that theme by, uh, well, they drew last week with Rode. Uh, they were actually winning the game up until 90 plus four when they shelled in a wee goal. 
Um, Rodi are not good. Like that's a team that you should like. If you want to survive in that division, you should be beating them. Uh, this weekend they play against Quivelli Rouen, um, who are another team that are, aren't very good, but they have started this season quite well. It's a bit like you know when like and you're watching the SPL and someone comes out of the blocks dead hot. Like oh, could this be the year that someone breaks up the old firms? That no, it's not yeah. the year. But they're going to win four games at the start of the season in a row. Um, Quivelli Rouen are are. are in a better place than, than Dijon and you'll get them at 17 to 10 uh, if you fancy taking them there I didn't include them because Dijon signed three guys last week um, and I don't know how good they're going to be but I imagine they're going straight into the first team because the rest were shite um, so that that is a bit of uh, bonus stuff in there uh, so there's a, that that's all I've got anything from you Andy is anything, anything you want to mention nope nope just looking for good start to this season um myself in Japan, you in France and Gary's picks. Looking interested to see how Dumbarton do it eleven to two. I'll be following that closely. I'm nervous now. Don't be we'll hear you we will hear your voice next week when you tell us of a yeah, famous to, victory. This is the thing now the new the new game accountable. is I need to face up to the results. Yeah. You need to face up to your results. That's that's how it works. He's standing in the the Dumbarton Stadium just with a mic. She's been like I'm really sorry everyone involved in the, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> guys it was great it was great to have you have you back Gary good to see you uh, thanks too. very much for, for stepping into the show um, and now enjoy editing it thanks very much <laughs> and we'll be back next week to recap the results and give next week's picks have a good weekend everyone happy hunting bye the Trample Web Podcast is produced by John Walker and Gary Black part of the Sports Social Podcast Network find the next show you'll love at sport-social.co.uk Podcast Network.